Hi everyone and welcome to Because Shit Happens, where I talk about all the shit that can happen, but also how I got through it. I'm hoping that my experiences will be able to help you on your journey as well. For those of you interested in creating their own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor FM. With Anchor FM, you can record from anywhere, your phone, your tablet, your laptop. All you need to do is download the app, and the rest is history. You can basically invite other people to join your podcast. You can share your podcast, you can edit segments, add music, anything just from an app, and it's all for free. So download Anchor FM today. Welcome back to Because Shit Happens. Thank you to everyone who joined me on my latest episode of Mental Health Happens. I appreciate you listening and everything that you've said to me since about the episode. And I just want you to know that you guys are my motivation to keep releasing these episodes. And for those of you that are new today, welcome. My name is Tammy. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And today I would like to talk about social life in connection to my latest episode of Mental Health Happens. I don't know about you guys, but my social life went down the drain when COVID started. I remember when we first heard about COVID, I was hanging out with my friend in the car. We had just got back from the mall and we were going to have classes the next day. At least that's what we thought. And then we got the email that class was canceled for tomorrow because of COVID. And we were so happy. I remember screaming with her in excitement that we were not going to have classes tomorrow. So. We didn't have to turn in homework right away, and we didn't have to show up to class. So, like, that was super great. I mean, we all like when classes canceled, right? So it was, like, super exciting until it led to a couple of days later and a week later. And then next thing you know, the state was just shut down from COVID. Like, all the talk about COVID that I first heard from other countries, it finally arrived at our doors. And I was like, what the hell? What the hell happened? Like, I thought this was just something that I just saw on the news that was happening in other countries. But the fact that it came and it actually came to our doorsteps and messed everything up proportion and just got everyone super anxious. And we were in the shutdown for so long that a lot of us just didn't even know how to be social anymore. Like, for me, I know that before COVID, I was an extrovert. Like, I loved being around people. I love going out just to do anything. I love talking to people, meeting new people. But then when COVID happened, obviously I struggled a lot um, because I couldn't see my friends every day. And, you know, it was just super hard to like plan things to go out when everything was closed and stuff. And when our like health was on the line, everyone was anxious, scared. It was kind of a battle between your physical health versus your mental health. And obviously, they both matter. So it was super hard when all the places were shut down and I just couldn't get my daily dose of social life. And the thing is, our social life is part of our mental health and it's just as important as our physical health. And I'm in no way saying that COVID is less important or more important. I'm saying that they're both equally important. And all I know is from then on, I started becoming an introvert. 
I started being in my room more, started living at home more. And another thing is I didn't have a car at the time. So I literally just felt stranded while I was living on campus because I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't really get out of my house, you know? And everyone else was basically cooped up in their homes too. So it was really hard to feel that social connection when everyone was just, you know, towering, towering, sorry, in their places and stuff. And it just felt like so disconnected from everyone, even though like with social media and all that, like we're still able to like socialize or text and stuff like that. Like it's definitely not the same. And as Aristotle said, we're social animals by all means. Like we are created to socialize with each other. We are created to be connected. We're meant to socialize. And that's why we have this need to feel connected to other people. We feel this need to go out and find people that we're compatible with. We feel this need to belong to a group of friends or a group of people. So I feel like with everything that happened, like our social life definitely needs to be checked. Um, Because like I said before, social media isn't the same thing. In fact, you know, social media can actually make things worse. And that's another conversation that I can talk about later on. But Basically, it's just, it's not the same as being face-to-face with someone. And it's definitely just, like, not the same feeling like you have to distance yourself from everyone, like, physically and mentally because of everything that's happening. And it was definitely hard to, like, not be able to go out as much either because physically and mentally, you do need sunlight. You do need to be able to get out of your room, experience some sunlight, experience like the wind, experience just like the air, walking out, seeing other people. We're not meant to be cooped up in our homes by ourselves and isolated from the world. And like I said, with COVID, there were a lot of safety concerns. And I kind of want to talk about that. So I. I have a variety of different people that I know. Um, I have friends that haven't gotten vaccinated for religious reasons. And I have friends that have already gotten the booster shot. So it can be like, it can be difficult, you know, to connect with people, especially with like your health on the line, other people's health on the line. For me, I... I like I got vaccinated because I wanted to not only protect myself, I also wanted to protect others. Like after hearing like stories about how like my friends, like family members kept dying from COVID and everything, like I felt like it was my responsibility to get vaccinated in order to be there for my friend because I would feel awfully selfish if I got COVID and I hung out with her. And then she gave it to one of her family members, you know? It's just you never want to be that person that feels responsible for someone else's death. Um, 
And with that, I also like, you know, I also wore a mask and I, I found that wearing masks, like it's not, it's not that bad, honestly. For me, I feel like wearing masks, I actually felt like a lot more healthier. Like usually around this time, I'm supposed to get sick or something like with the flu or cold or whatever. And I was surprised. Like, I was like, wow, this is like the longest time that I've made it without getting sick. And I think part of that was due to, um, was due to wearing a mask, which like not only helped me, but also help other people feel comfortable as well. And I think, which is like living in a world with like so many people having different opinions about like their health and all that. And having like their own beliefs like I think it's important to be transparent with who you hang out with about safety concerns you know be transparent about like what you believe and what they believe and come to consensus about like what you're both comfortable about because at the end of the day like your physical health and your mental health they both matter and that's why I'm not saying that you should stay cooped up in your room because you're scared of getting COVID. I'm saying that, yes, you should protect yourself, but at the same time, like, know that it can also cause harm mentally, and know that you need to feed your body um, mentally as well as physically, and they both need to be maintained. So another concern is after going out, it can, or after, like, COVID, it can feel unnatural to go out and socialize. I know for me it did. Like I said, I turned to an introvert. And when I first saw people wearing masks, it was so insane to me, you know? Because for me, like I'm very expressive and my face shows everything. My body language shows everything. And so to not be able to see people's faces or my friends' faces, it was hard because, like I said, I'm an expressive person and I feel like that's how I connect to people. Like, it's just, it was just hard, you know? And um, another thing is not being able to, like, see people all the time. Like, I know, like, I would try to schedule, like, hangouts and stuff to, like, go hang out and get food or something. And, you know, a lot of it had to be rescheduled or canceled because people were dying in their family. And, like, I wanted to respect that. So... Like I said before, you just have to be really transparent with the other person about what's going on in your life, um, COVID-wise or mentally, physically, because you want to meet the other person halfway. Um, and another thing that was super weird was going back on campus, finally, um, after having classes online. And not going to lie, I really liked being online. Like, I enjoyed... Um, I enjoyed like <laughs> not fully giving a hundred percent of attention to my classes, sometimes falling asleep in class, but also they wouldn't know because my camera would be off, right? So, you know, things like that and just like not having to like dress up to go to class and stuff, but in the same way I feel like I overindulged in that to the point where I became like an introvert and like it was unhealthy for me. Because as an extrovert and just as a human being in general, like you're meant to go outside and you're meant to get a breath of fresh air. But for me, since classes were online, it was so easy for me to just 
get out of bed just to eat and then go back in bed, you know? And it just started feeling like a cycle. And it was a vicious cycle too, because I felt like there was no one I could reach out to because I felt so disconnected from everyone. And not only that, but I ended up living alone on campus because of everything that happened with COVID, like my potential roommate decided to stay off campus, which is totally fine. Like I understand there were a lot of restrictions when COVID happened. Um, for example, as being like an RA also at that time, some restrictions that happened was like people weren't allowed to have people over. And um, there was also like quiet hours where where if you did have someone over, like they couldn't stay over. So it was a lot of like restrictions for sure. But also there were restrictions with intentions for our safety. So that's understandable. But also like mentally, like it it really affected me. And it was really hard. But then eventually like you were able to have like some guests over, but it was like only a certain amount, like ratio to like the people that were living in your house. So it was it was a lot, you know? I feel like we were all trying to figure out like what the fuck to do with our lives at that point, you know? Like it was just really hard for everyone. And honestly, I just I kind of felt like a cave person, honestly. I barely saw the sunlight. If anything, I was probably a vampire. <laughs> Because I literally would just get out of bed just to eat. And that's about it. Like, even though, like, I signed up to have, um, to be able to, like, eat food on campus. Like, I was just so lazy. And I felt like I didn't need to, like, go, like get out of my bed or my room, my place to get food. So, I didn't even go out to do that. And it was just really unhealthy for me. I... I could feel myself declining, becoming more anxious, and the less people I hung out with, I felt more alone. And I was just really depressed, honestly. And that's part of the reason why I decided to move back home this semester, because I thought that at least I'll be around somebody, right? Because I spent like that whole semester being by myself, which I thought would have been amazing, except the fact that we were in a pandemic and I couldn't really go out. I didn't have a car, couldn't do anything, couldn't hang out with my friends. I forgot what my hobbies were because I was so invested in like hanging out with people. And when I lost that, I lost part of myself too. Um, but like I said, like it's really important to be able to like connect to other people, to be able to socialize. And now I talked to like one of my friends and we even joked about kind of like being like a hermit and how like the only social interaction you're, that we're going to get is from grocery shopping, you know, and that's kind of how it came to, you know, the only social life that we had was what we were kind of like forced to do. We were forced to go grocery shopping to get food. So therefore, you know, we were forced to see other people kind of thing. But your mental health, your social life should never be a chore. It should be something that you do because you enjoy. And it should be something that's kind of like a healthy way of feeding yourself, if that makes any sense. And it's just with COVID and the scare and everything, it's like really important to not let fear get the best of you. Like, yes, protect yourself and be able to communicate that with the other person, but also like don't go to extremes where you just 
isolate yourself and trap yourself in your house because it's not healthy for you. And it definitely wasn't healthy for me. So with the restrictions, um, it can be really hard to socialize, but there are some ways you can do it. Like you can socialize online. I know um, with like the club that I was in, like we were trying to like host like Discord and like games and stuff like that. Even when I was an RA, we were trying to like have people play games with each other online because we really wanted people to feel that sense of community, even though like we weren't able to like physically see each other all the time. And it was hard, you know, because like I said, for me, like I like seeing people face to face. Like it's, it's just not the same, but at the same time, at least it's something, right? And for my birthday, I did a Zoom party. <laughs> I did a Netflix party. Um, we FaceTimed, we played games online, you know, and it's just like, I never thought that celebrating my 20th birthday would be during a pandemic online, but it happens and we do what we have to do. Um, another thing or another restriction or another obstacle to like socializing is being a college student where you're always busy and it can seem like no matter how much you do, no matter how much stuff you turn in, there's always more work to do. Like I joked about this with someone um, earlier this week, how like when you're in high school, at least you have homework, you turn it in and you're basically good. But in college, you always have something to do. Like the deadline that's like a couple weeks away, it's still something that's due. And it's always going to be something that's like looming over your head and you think about it a lot. And it can just be really hard to fit your social life in there. And it just feels like when you like have to prioritize your health versus doing your homework, it kind of becomes a chore, you know, and it shouldn't feel like a chore because it's something that you should do naturally. Like you should naturally feel like you, you should be able to socialize with other people. You should naturally feel like you should take care of yourself. Um, I was talking to a friend before and she confided in me about how like it was hard for her because she had like a lot of assignments to do and stuff. And then she would see people on social media going out, hang out with friends and it was really hard for her because it kind of felt like she had to choose one or the other and in a way she was sacrificing one for the other and it can be really hard just thinking about things like that it can be really hard when society pressures you and says that hey you should have this amount of social life hey you should go out and do this to be social but at the same time it's really hard when you have assignments and deadlines it's really hard to balance that out for me, I think what helped was joining a club on campus. And believe it or not, my first year, I was like, yeah, I'm going to join as many clubs as I can. But I quickly realized that it, it is really hard to balance like your social life and classes at the same time, especially being like a full-time student. Yeah, I, I was crazy to think that I would be able to like join a bunch of clubs. but Ideally, it would be nice to be able to join a bunch of clubs, you know, be able to belong to different groups and, you know, basically create more of your identity. It would be nice to be able to focus on just your mental health. 
But the reality is you can't always give your full attention to everything. So I ended up joining two clubs. Um, shout out to Asian Student Union and Vietnamese Culture Association, which I both joined uh, last year. And they were really great. They really helped me. And, and the way that I was able to, like, socialize with other people, even though it was online, because last year with COVID and stuff, there were restrictions, so we couldn't really have meetings in person, which is fine. At least, like, there was still some, si some kind of community there. And for me, I recommend joining clubs if you can, even though, like, you may feel like you're busy. You should definitely still fit some part of your social life in there. And I feel like clubs do that really well because not only do you feel like you belong to like a group and you have like that sense of identity, but also like they kind of like make you social, which is which is good because I feel like if I wasn't part of a club, I would keep like just isolating myself and keep crawling into a hole called my bed and just keep sleeping away, you know, but it's like. It's because I was part of a club and on the e-board that I had to, like, socialize. Like, I had to do things for my mental health, which was great. Another thing that I suggest is study groups, you know? I mean, who said you can't have both, right? Who said you can't focus on your studies but also socialize? So, in a way, it's like everybody wins kind of thing. So, I thought that there was really cool that I was able to um also like socialize with people by having study groups even though it's not in person just like FaceTime them and both study that's still better than nothing and in a way it also kind of motivated me to focus on my schoolwork because the thing is if you're not good mentally you're not going to be able to function 100% and I found that out when I started falling behind in class and I found that out when I just I was on Zoom in the club meeting and I was, you know, I had my camera off, obviously, but I was crying because I just felt so disconnected and I just like felt like I don't have a social life. Like, what's wrong with me, you know? And the thing is, like, I just, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault that we were in a pandemic and I couldn't see people face to face. But the time that I did spend with people on Zoom or whatever, like, at least it was something, right? And so if you're able to like balance both like your schoolwork and your social life, then definitely do it. Definitely combine the two and form like a study date or a study group or something, you know? So that way you're motivated to both be social and also you're motivated to get your work done. Another thing is pairing it with your basic need. So there's a basic need to eat and drink, right? So why not just go out to eat with someone, you know, fit that into your schedule, because in the same way that you fit your basic needs to like eat and stuff, you can combine the two and you can go out to eat with someone or get drinks or whatever. And in that way, at least you're both like feeling yourself physically and mentally at the same time. Um, and also understand that there's no ideal idea for a social life. And it can be really hard, especially when you live in the world where you have social media and you all see people posting stuff about like them going on a vacation or something, them going out for drinks, them having parties and stuff. 
it can be like a lot of pressure on you to feel like, hey, I feel like I should be doing that. But at the same time, I feel like I don't have time for that. And that's okay because the thing is, you know you best. And a social life is important. And the way that you socialize with people, it's not the same for everyone. So just because someone is, you know, having parties, you know, every day, having ragers or whatever, doesn't mean that you should also participate in that as well. If you're not comfortable with it, or if you're just too busy for that, you know, you can fit your social life in there in other ways. And it can feel like you can't have both. But like I said before, there are some ways you can have both. You just got to pair it together and find time for it. And it's really important to find that balance and maintain it because it's kind of like the yin and yang thing. You know, you got to have that balance in your life because if not, then you're going to feel really bad inside and you're going to have like this feeling like, like you're not good. I don't know what the word is for it. It's slipped out my mind right now, but basically like you're just not going to feel okay doing everything that you do in life and like I said before social media can have unrealistic expectations so finding your balance doesn't mean you gotta follow whatever social media is showing you it doesn't mean that you have to follow what other people are doing but it does mean that you know yourself so you know what you need so you should be able to give yourself what you need like never resist the urge to socialize and stuff because you need that you know you need that you're we're all social animals here and reward yourself with self-care you know and if that's like going to the mall or something getting your nails done take a friend with you because then that way you're socializing and chances are they probably need the same thing too they probably need that self-care too so you guys just go out there practice your self-care with other people because it can make a big difference in your mental health. And taking that first step is always hard, getting out of bed. But like everything else, it's just something you have to do. And it will feel a lot easier after you do it. And also remember, though, that the work that you have to do, the assignments, the deadlines, the papers, it's not going to do itself. So you have to find that balance. You can't forget about all the stuff you have to do by indulging in your social life either, you know, because that can also go downhill. But also, something that someone said um, last time in my club meeting is that when you don't have both in check, it can feel like grasping for water with your hands, right? So imagine grasping for water, grabbing water with your hands. Are you able to keep any of that water? No, it's just going to slip from your hands. And it's like that with like your mental health and things that you have to do. It's really hard to function without getting in your social dose. And I found that out, like I said before, when I was falling behind in school because I just felt so alone. And even when I was in like group on Zoom, like, Obviously, it didn't be the same. So take that as an example of how your mental health and your physical health is connected. And if you're failing in one, both of them is just going to take each other down. 
So it's incredibly important to keep both things in check because shit happens. Thank you for listening to this episode about social life. Thank you for listening, and I hope you got something useful out of that episode. If you have any questions or tips about mental health for listeners, or even suggestions, please message me at Anchor FM or email me at danht at mail.gvsu.edu. This message was brought to you by Grand Valley State University, Frederick Meyer Honors College, my project advisor, Adrian Wallace, and my wonderful therapist. Thank you.